is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down handoff, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. And welcome into Talkin' Cowboys inside the Star in Frisco. Rob Phillips. Hosting for Bill Jones today, Mickey Spagnola to my right, Brian brought us across the table. Let's get back to some football, man. Sounds good. Let's talk Cowboys Giants today. Let's get into a matchup. How about Fine. that? Yeah. It, it's approaching Sunday, AT&T Stadium, Cowboys Giants, the season opener. We got the Zeke stuff taken care of, and you know he talked yesterday, so we can get into that a little bit, but... Uh, we have an opponent to discuss, finally. I feel like sure. we haven't gotten to a lot of on-field stuff lately with all the contract stuff. So let's jump into that. Um, how are you today, Mick? Did you, get, did you get all the Zeke stuff off your chest in Mick shots yesterday? I feel like you did. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. But, you know, there, there's always more when there's you more. dig into that contract. <laughs> you I'm can, looking forward to seeing those numbers so Mickey can let us all know how like this... The, like the forty-two million that's not guaranteed in yeah. the last three years of the contract. Mm, yeah. So everybody out, and I'm going to say it one last time. I'm saying it again. Everybody's bragging about he's got the greatest contract in the world and he's set the market value. Not so much. So just yeah. slow down on that. And he got paid, and he's happy, and the Cowboys are happy. Yeah, he's happy. He's going to be running the ball. Exactly. They need him to do that. And he sounded like it when we talked to him. And by the way, we're going to have another press conference today at two o'clock. Oh, okay. Uh, upstairs in the room. So there we go. For all those people that were trying to come up with some theory that oh, Jerry and Zeke still not getting along because he didn't come back for a press conference. Um, I'd love to see Jerry coming back from New York with a nose ring for this one. Right? Yeah. I'd love to see that. <laughs> he may. That, that would be awesome. He may after all the money, right, at the stock exchange. <laughs> yeah, he had a, had a good day in the stock market. That would say ringing that bell. That would absolutely break the internet without question. Oh, Jerry had a nose ring? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And you can just get a little clasp and Oh, put it sure. On there, I think it'd right? be hilarious. So have you looked into that yourself? Yes, I have. Yeah. 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 I kind of like the look. Yeah. Not, and I don't want just one. I got to have two, right? Yeah. Illinois guy, you can look tough. You yeah. Know, that's what I'm saying. Look tough wearing that ring. Mean Street, Chicago Heights. That's right. Yep. Um, okay, so you can check out Mickey's fine work on DallasCowboys.com. Brian, you've started analyzing the I opponent. I have. I have. Let's dive into that a little bit. Um, or do you want to get to the injuries first? And yeah, why don't you go to those injuries let's do first? That. Cowboys, Mickey, yeah. Cowboys back to practice today. They're going to practice indoors as per usual during the season, Thursdays and Fridays. A lot typically. of guys happy about that, probably. Yes, as Zeke said. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not necessarily bomby in Cabo, but it was no. hot out there yesterday for sure. him in his first practice back. What did you see from the injury report with the Cowboys and Giants? It was awfully encouraging, right? Yeah. The only guy that was listed on there that uh, we didn't know uh, was limited was Zach Martin and everybody else other than the three guys that we knew were going to be out. Uh, you know, they're out. So and those are Luke Gifford, Darian Thompson, and Donovan Wilson. Right. So Those are three inactives right there if you want to start that game. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be the three for tomorrow, and then figure out the and other they four. They probably yeah. might have been inactive. Well, yeah. Thompson might have played. Thompson might have played. You're right. But about the other that. guys were probably going to be inactive anyway. So, uh, yeah, I thought it was encouraging that all those other guys coming back from surgeries and were uh, missing training camp. Uh, 
you know, primarily Byron Jones, Demarcus Lawrence, Tyrone Crawford were out there, and the two tight ends were out there who hadn't done much in two weeks. So, yeah, I thought that from an injury standpoint, that was very encouraging. I think a big one too is Mari Cooper out there practicing. Oh, yeah. I forgot. No, him. no, yeah. and, and I, it, it's easy. Not it's not. I'm not saying it's easy for him, but I'm just saying he's such a quiet guy. He kind of goes about his job. I think this is going to be a key for the Cowboys this weekend playing this game is can they take advantage of the rookie Baker on one side and then Jenkins on the other. You know, we have a gambler and a rookie. So, you know, the pass protection, I believe, will hold up. You know, Zach Martin, it's funny, guys, with all these, you know, they're talking about, oh, well, you know, and – you know, Coach made mention today, he's like, well, we're not to the pitch count point. But I think in their mind they have an idea of how much they want to play Zeke, how much they want to play Lawrence. But the one guy we talked about that was kind of on the injury report was Zach Martin. He's the one guy that will probably play the majority of the snaps. And so uh, no pitch count for him. He's going to go out there and play. So everyone else is kind of in that mode where they're going to, you know, so they're obviously going to rest him a little bit in practice if they can to get him through that game. Suofilo being the backup right there uh, to, to do that, to give him that little bit of rest this week and then let him go if he can, full go uh, on Sunday, which they need him in there on that inside. And, and I guess it's a little different in the offensive line, right? You can't – it's harder to just rotate guys in and out and give, right. and give Zach a break within the course right. of the game, right? If you yeah. get ahead, you get ahead. That's the thing. If you can find a way to build a lead in this game and then you can kind of say, okay, we're going to manage – if you can get in that fourth quarter, but what do we know about the Cowboys? Thirteen to sixteen games, it's seven points or less. They play in a lot of tight, tough games. Uh, you know, they occasionally have that one game where they blow somebody out. Jacksonville was a great example of that. Uh, that they get on a roll. The defense is not very good for the opponent, and this very well could happen tomorrow for the, or Sunday for the Cowboys. They could get on a roll. The Giants could not. Uh, will have trouble maybe with a pass rush, and all of a sudden they get wore down. And even though this game is indoors, it still can be with the weather outside. It could still affect how things are inside that stadium. I've seen it done before uh, that way. It's not the hundred degree heat, but you do feel that the air, the way it is. So you know, the Cowboys need to kind of take advantage of that if they can. Wear these guys down. Yeah, they need to buy a dehumidifier for the stadium because well, the humidity still seeps still in it, there. It right? sure does. And, and you know, and if you get it, if you get a defense that gets wore down, and Dallas can wear you down. Dallas can. I, I have a feeling that what we're going to see from Kellen Moore is he is going to make the Giants defend the complete field. He's going to play this game vertically. He's going to play it horizontally. And I think that's what, if you're a Cowboy fan, you have to be excited about the possibility of him with the ball going to the edges, running, maybe a little bit inside, but the pass is going down the field, passes going inside, passes going wide uh, to guys, quick screens to, to Cobb and guys like that that they can kind of start. He's going to make these Giants run the entire field, the entire game to have to defend his offense. See, and the other, and it won't be just Zeke on a. Uh, on a pitch count, no. By- Byron mentioned Demarcus Lawrence, uh, and, and also Tyrone Crawford. Those right. guys are going to be on a pitch count. Right, they're not going to send those guys out there to play forty or fifty plays. So that means guys like Dorrance Armstrong, Kerry Hyder, 
depending on who's uh, active, Taco. Right. Uh, those guys got to be ready to go. And, I think, yeah. And they're going to have to lean on them. Yeah, I think that's Mickey's got a great point there. You know, maybe we get to these inactives, and it might be Taco might be an inactive. They really do like Hyder a lot. They really do like Armstrong. They're probably they might go a little long at that spot. Maybe you dress four tackles, five ends to get nine to the game in order to to try and for the rotation that you're going to have to make up for because you got two defensive ends that are that are coming off like Mickey said limited uh, practice time during training camp or no practice time during training camp they've been practicing out there they did the did everything they needed to do yesterday which is good that's that's encouraging but game shape and practice shape are two totally different things see and the thing they have going for them there is Hyder can go inside and give you some pass rush Tyrone Crawford can go inside and give you some pass rush so maybe you have one less def- I don't know one less defensive tackle in there if you want to keep more defensive ends see the thing about it too is that we've seen with uh, I know Rob you're going to get to something here but I just want to point no, out you're good if we, if we get to the point, it could come down to if it, what you think about those, like Mickey said, the defensive tackles. What if you have a guy like Joe Jackson who can play that we've seen, I've seen him play both as an end on both sides and then also play some under tackle? That might be a guy. I mean, we've talked about Tristan Hill. He just plays as that under tackle. So some different rotation combinations that we might have with I think that's going to be the hardest thing for them to have to come to grips with of who to play and what combination to use. All the other positions I think take care of itself. The one that's interesting to me also is the the cornerback spot because Byron Jones, if Byron Jones doesn't start this game, I think they've covered themselves with the guys that they have. But uh, you know, Byron Jones could be a guy they use off the bench. Uh, he could be a guy that could play in the nickel or the dime if they have to go that route. But uh, you know, but they've done such a gr- nice job. Brown has played very well. Awuzie's played very well, and Lewis has played very well. So you're really not pressed at that cornerback spot like you are maybe at the defensive end or the defensive tackle spot. We have to play some guys because uh, out of uh, out of a little bit of a necessity there. And maybe for you know this game with that tight end Ingram, right? You know Jones, we've seen him go inside and take exactly. on the tight end. Exactly. So maybe when you go nickel or if it's dime, you say, okay, you got treat him like end. a wide receiver. Absolutely. Yep. Don't see Sterling Shepard on this injury. Yeah, I thought that was uh, for the Giants. interesting. Broken hand, he had a not thumb. hand, thumb, thumb. fractured thumb. thumb. So yeah, must have taped it up, spit on it, and let's yeah. go. Game week, let's go with no OBJ. He's their guy, right? In the passing yeah, game, I, along with along with Ingram, who's versatile. Yeah, Ingram, Shepard, and you know uh, uh, Cody Lattimore, who they got, you know, was with Denver at one time. You know, was really a uh, a bust with them as a first round pick, you know. Uh, Darius uh, Slayton is a kid that they got from Auburn. Yeah, they, 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 it doesn't have the dynamicness to their offense at receiver that they once had. Good players, they're maybe playing a little bit by committee. What Dallas tried to do last year, so uh, let's see how that goes for them long term. But they do have two. They have a, they have a, a rare player in that running back, though. You know, and, and you could tell in the walk off today with Jason Garrett. You know the 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 challenges that 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 the defense and I asked them the question in the walk off about do you worry about def okay just generally when we watch these games you see poor tackling initially because starters don't play a lot of the preseason games and you don't do a lot of tackling other than practice tackling in training camp right so does tackling a cons- have to be a concern going into this really for both teams I think for every teams I think we saw it in college football the the games that we watched last week. 
there was some poor tackling, big plays. And that's the problem you run into when you deal with a guy like Barkley. Reminds me very much of a guy like Barry Sanders. And you guys all know what Barry Sanders was. Garrett described him perfect. One yard, two yards, four yards, five yards, one yard, two yards, 87 yards. That's that's what you get when you play against these elite backs that all of a sudden you're, they're banging their head, banging their head, banging their head, and then they all of a sudden a missed tackle, another missed tackle, a third missed tackle, and now you're in a situation where it's an 87-yard touchdown. He challenges the ability of your defense to tackle at all three levels. All three because levels. Because of his ability. Angles, to, all those yeah. problems. And yeah. I, one thing, you know, and it was a small sample size in preseason, but the, the Cowboys secondary did seem to tackle well Better. in yes. games. Yeah, that was what was impressive. I know doing the games with Brad on the radio that every at the half, I would Brad say, what impressed you? And I'd say, the way that Awuzie tackled, the way that Lewis tackled, the way that Brown tackled. And so, but you also have got these linebackers too. That's the strength of this football team the ability for those guys to rally to the football, get bodies there, bring this guy to the ground. That's going to be really, really important that they get. They, they, they play gap integrity defense, set the edges, be physical, but get that guy on the ground. All right, let's take our first break. When we come back, we'll continue breaking down this matchup. We'll talk a little Zeke. Uh, we'll maybe take your questions off of Periscope. If you got a phone call as well, are we taking calls today, Caden? We can. Okay, yeah, give us a shout. Numbers on the uh, screen, I believe. 888-852-2297. There we go. I remember from the draft show. God, it's been so long since yeah, we've done that. All yeah. right, maybe we'll get some of those <laughs> next when we come back on Talking Cowboys. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor! Angus. A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us. Based on GWS One Score, September 2018. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys and with us you'll travel like a pro visit cowboystravel.com to book your travel package today Work the Cowboys way and channel the winning business tradition of the Dallas Cowboys and the Jones family at Formation. This dynamic workspace provides an elevated work experience on the star's aspirational campus with exclusive membership options available to meet varying needs. Choose from open workspaces, dedicated desks, and private offices to leverage our home field advantage for your individual business success. Limited memberships are available now, so apply today at formationatthestar.com. Man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Back to Talking Cowboys. Don't miss your chance to see the Cowboys live at AT&T Stadium this Sunday, September 8th, as they take on the New York Giants to kick off the season. Get your tickets now. Single game tickets at DallasCowboys.com. Welcome back inside 
The SWBC Mortgage Studio, Talking Cowboys, rolls on. As we're talking Cowboys-Giants, what you got? I had a question. Since we were watching the Bears and Packers getting ready for tonight's game. Mm. So I'm not sure what I'm missing, but the Packers were less than enthusiastic last year. Uh They weren't very good. So why is everybody looking for them to be the – what have they done to make this the turnaround team? Because they have Aaron Rodgers, they have Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that, that to me that he he's Pretty simple. He's the to me he's the one guy that if I was picking first, I think I'd pick him first. I know it sounds crazy because you talk about Brady and all that, and you know, but I, I think that because I've seen him for so many years play with he's had really good talent at times he's had really bad talent at times but they're always a threat because of him but wasn't he there last year or am i missing it wasn't it two years ago he was hurt he was hurt a couple years ago but yeah i, I just i don't think they've put a lot enough around him the last couple he, years is, you know was it they, last year against you mean the, Bears? the quarterback can't put the team you know, on his here back here we go why is we back to chip <laughs> on his shoulder mick it's just but did he hurt his knee in the in the Bears game last year at this time? Was it and, his knee? And then he came back, and everybody. I mean, I remember we were at a game or we were doing a game, and it's like, oh my gosh, Rodgers is laying on the field. You know, one of those things. I just, I just kind of feel like though that he's the one guy in this league that you would pick to say, okay, he he could beat you with his guys, and then he could take your guys and beat you with your guys. You know, that kind of thing. It's the old saying that they used to talk about coaches and stuff. But he he's just that. He's got that unique ability, and I, I understand what you're saying, Mickey. And, and again, it, I mean, I didn't know that they added somebody that like turned this whole thing around from last year. I was no, just they've actually lost some guys. Wondering too. if I yeah. missed something. Clay Matthews has moved on to the Rams. I mean, they've lost some guys. So, yeah, I think changing that, coaches, changing you know, coaches, maybe yeah. you know some new ideas. It's yeah. come, it comes down to number twelve, yeah. right? I, I I've said this on the show before. Tiger Woods is not going to end up probably with the same the major title. Right, but if you just do the eye test, he's the best you've ever seen. Right, that's how I feel about Rodgers. Honestly, like yeah. I think he's he doesn't have weaknesses. The only his problem has been he's gotten hurt. That's yeah. that's really the only drawback for him. All right, well maybe I forgot last year because I knew he was hurt in 2017 when they had to play the, the rookie on, quarterback. Yeah, but I saw all these people picking them to go to Chicago and win, and I'm yeah. going, how come? Yeah, the Bear Down Bears got to watch them. The Bear Down Bears have got man that defense is for real. We've seen games. I mean, the Rams went there late in the year and just got destroyed. Not on the scoreboard, but man, I remember watching that tape. And I'm thinking, okay, this is how you beat the Rams. And then it was cold and get after them. And <laughs> but that's like, that's kind of, like yeah, old school bears. Like old school bears. Yeah. But they kind of remind me of the Cowboys a little bit. They got a, a nasty looking defense, and yeah. they got a young quarterback that you think will continue to ascend. Yep. So they're a team to watch in the NFC. This should be fun. Get this thing rolling you'll, tonight. You know what? You'll know a lot about this Dallas this Dallas Cowboy team as we go along. You, by the by, the end of it, it's you know we're either going to be talking about it. Ben, it's a team that can make a great run because they're going to play all the best teams in the NFC. You know, you're going to play the Saints, the Packers, the Bears. You're going to play the Rams. You know, you're going to play them all, and so you're going to have a good test. And then you're going to have to go to Foxborough to play a game too, mm-hmm. and then they'll pass that test. So by the end of this campaign, you will know exactly what this football team is if it does have a chance to do well in the playoffs, 
or if it's going to be a team that could be in the playoffs but probably won't have the success because they couldn't get over the hump of beating some of those teams that they needed to beat. I think I saw where the schedule here is ranked like mid-pack, like 14th or 15th. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. Seems harder than that on paper. Oh, you know? I, I, I don't want to have to go play the Bears in December. I don't want to have to play bring the Rams here. You never know what's going to happen injury-wise. You really don't. You don't know what the shape of these teams are going to be. But if you just say it on paper... Yeah, if I'm the Giants, I would much rather play Detroit and Arizona than I would have to play the Saints and the Rams. You know, I just that's just me right now. Those are two games. I kind of feel like that if you had the opportunity, you'd say, okay, I'll, I'll switch out those games. For... Well, they get to play Detroit. Yeah. Well, they get to play Detroit because of the, the, vis- the division. The division, right? The, 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 yeah, because they, they face So the... everybody else in the division has to play them. Yeah. Got to play Chicago. Got to play Minnesota. Right. Yeah, Minnesota's another one I didn't even think about, yeah. you know. So you go through down through the schedule. Health is going to be a big part of it. The growth of this defense. I think this defense is ready to do some great things. Mm-hmm. I really do. I feel like that, that you know, we saw saw the ability to create turnovers. You know, even like in practice, they were creating turnovers. And then they get in those preseason games, and, yeah, they were going after the ball. It was kind of gravitating towards guys. They were getting tip passes. They were knocking balls down on the outside. You know, a lot of good positive things about this defense. You know, it could be one of those defenses that does really well as a scoring defense. Then you get your offense rolling. You know, with Kellen Moore, that's really kind of the great unknown right now. But I, I think Kellen Moore's understanding that he has to find ways to get the ball into the playmakers' hands that he has, and I and I think he will do that. All right, uh, let's continue talking this matchup a little bit. Cowboys Giants. It feels like we've been talking about Eli for 20 years, and it's getting on it's getting towards close. that. It's getting close towards yeah. it. Um, for him, you know, you can say he's declined the last few years, but it's, it's true. Also, but it's also been the protection up front. They they made a couple very, very poor. Made, yeah. yeah, made a couple moves in the off season to try to fortify that. Do you think that's the case, or do you think this is a matchup the Cowboys can continue to take advantage of? Well, I think that there's things that they can't. I think this is one of those offensive lines when you watch them play. It's kind of a big and boxy offensive line, with the exception really of Nate Soldor, who's more of an athlete, more of a linear built. And I mean linear, I mean up and down kind of guy, thinnish guy. But they've got some power inside with Hernandez and Zeitler, you know, and those guys. Uh, Reamers, the right tackle. That will be a good matchup to see with Lawrence and how, you know, can Lawrence uh, take advantage of him? This is, a, you know, Reamers is a big guy. He was with uh, he was with uh, Dave Gettleman in Carolina. He's been a star. He's a 16-game starter the last couple of years. Carolina, Minnesota. He's a guy that if you rush him down the middle, he's going to have success. You need to try and work the edges on him. That's the thing that we're going to see with Lawrence. Lawrence is one of the reasons why he's one of the highest paid defensive ends is because he's got a lot of tools in the tool belt. I think he's going to he's going to try and, and take advantage of, of Reamers a little bit, work him in, work him out, swims, rips, dips, all those things, try and make them have to move. I think Eli Manning understands what's happening in front of him, too. I think he's saying, okay, well, I've got to get rid of the ball a little quicker. Can the secondary hold up? You know, they don't have that. They don't have that Odell Beckham anymore. That's a, that's a problem for them because Manning was just going to throw the ball to Beckham or he's going to throw the ball to Evan Ingram. You know, get it out. If you could get him to hold the ball a little bit, that's where the rush kind of creates problems for him. Push the middle of the pocket like we talk about, squeeze the edges, and see if you can affect him that way. Eye level, bring that eye level for Eli Manning down. Hit him in the pocket. Ball tends to come loose because he'll turn that ball over for you. Who's the fastest Pass rushers the Cowboys have fastest, like quickest first step. Yes, guy that can just run right by you. 
I would say the guy that has the most explosive move to start would be would be Lawrence, and then and then I think Armstrong? then Armstrong. He's no, got his first step, man. With so. Ar- Armstrong without, I mean, it, without Robert Quinn being here, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So the then they need games. to put him over on the right side. Yeah, because Soldier isn't that good. No, he's. You're, you're, I heard you on the fan this morning. You're not buying the retooled Giants no, offensive line. No, he's that. You, why did the Why did New England get rid of him? He was he was the he was the weak link. New England is funny. New England will get rid of guys. That they'll, they'll, they'll get they rid of good players yeah. too. I mean, but he wasn't that good there. Yeah. Did that, you think he was good? I think that to me, he was a lot better than I thought. He coming out of Colorado, I thought he was. You know him. And then this David Bakhtiari were two guys out of Colorado that kind of looked the same to me. They were both really light, weak players. And then all of a sudden, David Bakhtiari has had a nice career with the Packers. But you're right, Mickey. Nate Solder does have problems. He does have problems with power. That's a big thing, though. And that's I think that's a good thing when you look at rushing with Crawford to that side. Crawford tends to play with a little bit more power, a little bit more drive. He'll, Crawford will win the edge and then push the tackle back into the pocket. We saw him do that. Uh, last year in the Philadelphia game, nice strip sack, you know, with Carson Wentz. Because if he he will he will do everything he can to win on the edge. If Nate Solder can't hold up on that edge, you know, well Crawford will take advantage of that him Armstrong guys like that will will, will fare well over there. How to put a short guy there? They duck under the six nine guy. Mm, that's an idea. Uh, Kerry Hyder. There you go. I wouldn't call him short. You know what? Kerry Hyder made this football team because his ability to rush the passer. I mean, yeah. He, he came. He came. You talk about some first step quickness now. Kerry Hyder playing as that as playing as an under tackle in this thing would not be a bad thing for me either, because he can find a way to win. Can he? Can he win? You know, against Will Hernandez. Will Hernandez is a big boxy guy that tends to get a little top heavy. But so try and win right there off the snap, and uh, you know, and affect the way that Manning uh, looks at the front of that pocket. Six two against six nine, he might be able to sneak right underneath him. That is a big difference. You're right about that. Uh, is Bakhtiari the guy that chugs beer like no other? Oh yes, yeah. yeah. At, the, at the Milwaukee Bucks game. Oh no, he's he's clearly there's there's some linemen that can can slam some beer. Typical for you. Packer. What are you yeah, talking about? Exactly. That's right. That's right. All right. Let's uh, let's grab a phone call before we go to break. Our good friend Nebby is on the line. What's up, Neb? On, on talking to you know, uh, If you all think Amari Cooper is going to be uh, on a pitch count or at, or at all limited, considering the fact that he's coming off a heel uh, 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 injury, uh, 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 take care. Thanks for being patient with me, and have a great week. Bye. Thanks Good to hear me. from you, Neb. Thanks, yeah. bud. Good yeah. question. Yeah, you know what? I think that the rotation will be – I think they'll want to get Cooper out there as much as they can, you know, and I, I think they'll be very mindful of the down-and-distance situations and things like that. If they get on a roll where they're, where they're hitting pass play after pass play, running the ball, and they're moving the chains, being effective – they could do a little bit more with him, but I, I, I'm going to play him as much as I can because I think he can take advantage of both these corners with his route running. I mean, talk to some people that were watching practice yesterday. They, that was like, how was his ability to plant and explode? And these guys were like, he did not look like he had sat out at all. And he's it, been out of like a month. And he's been out a month. You're absolutely right about that. So the only thing I think slowing him down would be conditioning because – that, you know, th- th- these receivers run. Whether they get the ball or not, they're running routes. So every time he's running, and even if he doesn't get the ball, that's him running. So uh, I think conditioning would be the only thing that holds him back right now. And to your point, you've been saying, look, it's not 
plantar fasciitis, and he confirmed that, I think, the other day in the locker room when he was talking to us. Finally. He said, this is not as bad as something I've had in Oakland. And he said he played through the plantar fasciitis. So, and played well. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I think he's good to go. Now, again, Brian's right. You know, what's the conditioning? You haven't yeah. been doing this you know, play in and play out during during training camp. Right. And they've got ways to, to go to two wide and, you know, bring in Tavon Austin, bring in Devin Smith, and, yeah. you know, go two tight ends sometime and a fullback and you know, kind of change it up. But I think he's ready to go. I do, too. I think, you know, but, uh, the, the pitch count thing like Nebby was asking about, I think you have to be mindful of him. I, I think the other ones are more like, okay, this is – I think Zeke is the most important one here because it's going to be a long campaign for him. You have to be mindful of his situation. Uh, Jason, by the way, Garrett said he thought he looked good in practice yeah, yesterday. But, uh, you know, it's one of those things I guess you got to continue to see how he responds to the week. Well, right. that – and you also got to remember – you can't wear them out in three days right. and then expect them to play on Sunday. I yeah. heard somebody saying, does he got to do extra work? Well, yeah. no, because you, you want to make sure whatever he's got in his legs, he, he expends it on Sunday, not on Friday or not on Thursday. Uh, so you got to trust that he actually did his conditioning work. And, and, and if his conditioning work and his legs are good – uh, then the only thing that's going to hold them back is I saw on my phone today we had a four-day air quality alert. So yeah. don't open that roof, is, by the way. Yeah, I was trying to get it to open the roof. <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted to affect the Giants this ah, morning. Yeah. Sean, the, the uh, air quality is not supposed yeah. to be good, so yeah. watch how much you're breathing out there. 105.3, I brought up the point. I go, if I'm Jerry, I open this roof. And, and I'm he, thinking, yeah, you're going to wear out your own teeth. And he goes, and Sean goes, why would you do that? I'm like, I'm trying to wear the Giants out. And then I was thinking about maybe I'm going to wear my own team out to doing that. But yeah, I think, you know, the, we're, this, the humidity gets in that building, whether it's air conditioned or not. And I think that I think the Cowboys can affect the way that the Giants play by how they play with their pace. Mm. You know, if they get, if they, if we're seeing them stay ahead of the chains, if they're getting them in a lot of third down situations on defense, you know, on paper, they say this. I'm not saying take the Giants lightly because I'm surely not because I think they got some talented players. But if you look player for player, the Cowboys should win this football game. They should. They have enough players to do. Now, there's going to be some matchups down the road where that's going to be a lot closer you know, than, than what we think. But I think this is one of those games that, you know, play their game, play mistake-free. It's all the cliches you want to say. But for an opening game, those are the things you have to deal with, the penalties, the turnovers, poor tackling. Can't have those things in that first game. Yeah, let me tell you about turnovers in the mm. first game of the season. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, tell us when we come back. Let's take our final break. We'll get that if you have a story. And uh, <laughs> take some of your might be Missouri Tigers he's might, talking about. might be Mizzou talk next on Talking Cowboys. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yup, and now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof, Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yup. 
but please don't. And that's been tailgating with the Otterbox boys. Learn more about the Trooper Soft Coolers at otterbox.com. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine a surging river of ice-cool Dr. Pepper roaring with carbonated mists of desire. You're dangling above it upside down like a fishing lure in the wind. 23 flavors tickle your nose, but the river is too far away to taste. Dr. Pepper calls to you. You, you. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Back to Talking Cowboys. So, fellas, we've been talking about that humidity that's hit here in North Texas. Yeah. Well, Jack Black is here to save you because they're saying, show your pits. Who's the boss? Times two. Pit boss and a perspirant and deodorant. Two for $26. That's a $38 value. Limited quantities, limited time. So go to getjackblack.com and get your pit boss. Oh, right. Yeah. What a liner. As people walk by and go, Mickey is losing his mind <laughs> talking about pits. Pits. They come up with some pretty good sayings, they do. I must admit. They, they do. Jack it's Black. I'm still waiting for that box, by the way, Jack Black. Okay, let me help, see what I can do about help, that. Help us out with yes. that. I got a good products. I came back from camp, got my three-in-one wash. Yes. I needed it. You didn't bring it with you? I ran out at camp. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. It was, it was a pleasant surprise to get home to that. Should never run out of Jack Black. Absolutely. All right. Welcome back to Talking Cowboys. Are they arguing on Periscope? I didn't bring my phone today. Guys, hit us up with some questions before we get out of here. We've got like... Uh... A lot of guys, a lot of folks hate me on Periscope, by the way. Really? Oh, yeah. It's Why? funny. It's funny. Because he answers their questions, and that's not the answer they're looking yeah, for. That's it. Stick it right up your rear. There, 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 there we go. There it is, Woody Woo. It is what it is. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see if anything yeah, fires we'll, up. Yeah. we got about eight, ten minutes left in the show. If you want to give us a call, 888 is the number or if you want to join us uh, at one o'clock on saturday brian and i will be answering your questions stars sports tours yeah 115 at yeah. the omni at the omni that's right me and mickey it's quite a show it yeah. ought to be it ought to be a more friendly crowd than <laughs> yeah. what it was about halfway through the oh, season gosh. last year before they made the amari cooper <laughs> trade that was a rough rough crowd but it's good to see everybody out yes there absolutely come on out rob what well, you could talk to mickey yeah i always talk to mickey mickey's good he'll take pictures with you hey what's the uh you know your your biggest concern and you're hosting a show today is there a concern that you have going into this this game is there something i mean the giants are what they are that you know the cowboys we're trying to learn i mean we, yeah, we, we have no. an idea we've been watching this team for 30 some odd practices four preseason games is there anything that you you're thinking like man i just can't wrap my hands around this one right now 
overall or just for this matchup? Just for In, this was matchup. Just say. this matchup. I think you talked about. I mean, Barkley is the one guy that you look at this matchup and say he is a he is a problem. Yeah. And they've and both running, receiving. They've just got to find a way to contain him. And, and but based on what I've seen from this team through 30 days of training camp and right. preseason games. They've been solid at all levels. Like I, I, I the feel... defenses look good though. Yes. I mean the the starters and 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 you can't you can't say okay well the the Rams didn't play and then the Forty. I don't care when they've had to do their job. They've had to do their job. Those guys have stepped up. I've seen a lot of three and outs. I've seen punts. I've seen turnovers. I've seen a lot of things from this defense that I like. You know, yeah, I feel good about. It. They do have weapons. They've got Ingram. They've got mm-hmm. Shepard. Uh, if there's one thing for me, I know we've talked about the kicker situation. Uh, you want to see Brett Maher continue to, to continue the consistency we saw down the stretch of camp. Right. We were going after him a little bit, and he started kicking the ball well. He did. He did. Um, you want me to trump that? I got one more. And it, it really is the guys coming off of either an absence or injury. Are they, are they going to come back and, and, and get back into the – the standard that they're used to playing at. I think I think D Law is ready, but we you know we haven't seen him for you know several months until he got back into practice recently. We talked about Byron yeah. Jones. We talked about Zeke being gone for forty days. Right. So I was going to ask Mickey, what do you feel good about? I feel good about everything. Okay. I I got asked the question on a season preview show. You know, offense, defense, and I yeah. said both. Yeah. Because I think they're strong on both sides. I agree with that. And I think yeah. people are finally kind of getting on board with this because I think when they started training camp, it was like, well, the Cowboys. Right. And and, and, and I think everybody was remembering getting beat against the Rams in the playoff game. Yeah. They forgot that they went 7-1 and one down the stretch last year. That's, right. that's no mistake. That right. doesn't just happen. Right. They were dominant except for one game when they got shut out by the Colts. Yeah, that was, that was a tough game. And they got game. shut out. Right? Colts, Colts proved a pretty good team there in the playoffs. Yeah. Team. So yeah. to me, there, and and here's the thing. So I was going to say about the the kicking thing. Eliminate that. Yeah. Score touchdowns. Well, that, sure. That, and I want to see them when they get inside. Even when they were they, they, in. I five think you of brought those, that up yesterday. And, and the red Rob zone. Yeah, it up yeah, yesterday. yeah. In five of the eight games, the second half of the season, when they scored 27 or more points, they still were having trouble inside the 10 yard line. So yeah. I want to see if that's solved. I, you know, red zone, fine. That's 20 in. They had their biggest problems inside the 10-yard line. So I want to see what they can do scoring touchdowns. And if you remember when, when, when Kellen Moore was asked the question about how do you solve that, he goes, we got to run the ball better, right? Hmm. So let me see when you get to the 7-yard line, can you bust it in there and score touchdowns? Joe Looney, Olawale, the, whoever else you have to use, Zeke. I'm interested in saying Jason Witten. How about that? I think Jason Witten is going to be a big red zone help this year. I, I said it a bunch, 18 yards in. Keep an eye on Jason Witten and what he can do and help you in this situation. Even if they run the, even if they're running the ball, and they, but they go play action and they have it's Witten always finds a way to get open and he's just an easy target to throw the ball to down there. So, yeah, I, I think you guys have got this thing right. I, I this 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 whole thing with the. You know, it's it, it's easy to nitpick on the kicking thing, but it is what it is. I mean, you just don't want to lose a game or have come away with no points because you're missing a 38 yard field goal. Yeah, right. I understand the 53 yard field goal. That's a gamble, but the 38 yard field goal, the 37 yard field goal, the 32 yard field goal, I, you can't miss those. That that to me is just like giving them a turnover right there. Absolutely. Plus, it's you know, it's weird. 
you 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 drove all that way right. and you didn't score a touchdown. Right. But if if you miss a field goal, it deflates you. Right. Not scoring the touchdown doesn't deflate you as much as oh God. Yeah. We just gave away three points. Yeah. No, you gave away four other points because mm-hmm. you didn't score the touchdown. And they have maintained. They have a lot of confidence in him, and he has a ton of talent. I mean, right. you see the leg. Um, Stephen Jones said last week they're not concerned at all about him. So can I flip this around though? What about Chris Jones? We had, we haven't last year. We didn't see the the punts, the downed punts, or the you know we didn't see that from him. Is that is he is he part of this concern or is he? Oh, it's Chris Jones. He's a captain. He's you know he's going to average 40, 45.7 a punt. Are we are we looking for it? Was it a bounce back year? Or am I saying has he been so good that even having an average year looked bad? As long as he can still directionally kick right. and eliminate returns. That's I mean, because huge. this team did not go down and cover punts not awfully at all. well. Not at all. So if you're trying to hit boomers and giving them a chance to return, I worry about that. Yeah. Because their gunners for some reason don't get down there and do much. So to me, if he if he averages forty yards a kick but he pins them on the sideline yeah. where they can't return uh the punt, then I I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah. And I'm assuming uh on their deal here peppers or Lattimore yeah. or Slayton are going to return punts. right right so d- just don't give them the opportunity I'm fine with that just yep. don't lose the game because you let a guy have a big punt return or you fumbled a punt that's true all right we got two minutes left a little less that's then. it Lance in Philly take us home what you got yes what's happening guys always listen to you I love it thank you appreciate Thanks. that all good a couple things guys um what do you feel um the season, the three things do you feel the season hinges on? And in my opinion, um, aside from injuries, of course, uh, my opinion, I feel it's uh, Kellen Moore, uh, second um, division record, and third, Connor Williams. Okay. I'd like to know what you guys think. Go Cowboys. I haven't felt this good about a season since literally 92, and I've been a fan since 78. So I'm feeling really good. Let's stay healthy. Go Cowboys! You know, I don't. I don't know if I would say just Connor Williams, but maybe just the the cohesion of this veteran offensive line as a whole. Throw, it, throw it, Frederick in there. Yeah, throw, Frederick yeah, coming yeah, back. Yeah. You know, Zach's missed time. They haven't had a lot of time together in the preseason. Right. They are a veteran group, right. minus Connor, who's in his second year. Look, if you don't get where you want to go and you blame it on the left guard, you had other problems. Yeah. How about this one? We just talked about it. How about scoring defense? You know, not a concern. I mean, need to see that. I mean, that if they can find a way to, to shut people down, keep the scoring defense be top five, they're going to give up yards potentially. But the scoring defense, I think, is the most important. Mickey brought up the red zone offense, scoring points, finishing drives. I think that's more important. And I do like the Kellen Moore thing. I do like the Kellen Moore angle here. I do like his the, the thought about what he potentially can be because I do feel like he's going to take his weapons and try and advance things with him. I think he's going to he's going to call a different game than what we've seen from Scott Linehan in previous years. And I'll just give you one more real quick. If this defense is going to be dominant, then we got to can't finish 29th in takeaways. Yep, got to get the ball. That's get this ball back to this offense because this offense is going to be awfully good. Hellman was trying to get your attention behind you. And, it's, think, not, think and it's, it's not working, is it? I, I it's not care. working. I don't care. Because Brian's a pro and he's focused. Yep. All right. That means... And he can't see behind his yeah. back. That's true. But he's also a pro. The break is next with Dave and the gang. Two o'clock press conference. Don't forget. Okay. Thanks for everybody for listening. We'll be back on Friday to wrap up the week of Cowboys Giants on Talking Cowboys. 
This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?